up, everybody, and welcome to the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Out of Sight. My name is Dylan Reese, and I no longer have sniffles. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Thank God. The man is healthy. Episode 25, we up in here. Feels uh, good. That's a good number. It feels good. All right, we're doing another Friday episode. Uh, it's Friday, March 30th. It's Easter weekend, whatever the hell that means. Uh, I have family coming into town, so we'll be able also, to record. Also, April it's Fool's weekend. April Fool's. Same Are you going to do he- anything for April Fool's? Uh, I'm going to try to play a trick on the Easter Bunny. Who do you think was... Why is my base... Okay, anyways. <laughs> Who do you think was the biggest April Fool of the NBA season? Ooh. <laughs> Six games left, so we're getting down to the... Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Man, you know, when he played that first game back, I asked you, how'd he play? You said he's whack. No, nah, you said, yo, he's not whack. maybe he's good, man. I was like, bro, he's not good. He's not bad. He's trash. Yeah. He's he a can't wor- shoot. He's out. Him and Ben Simmons is like shooters galore. Not really. Um, I wanted to, yeah. Next week, maybe we can do an award show mm-hmm. to give our awards. Yeah, we got to give more thought to that. Yeah, for sure. We're kind of scrambling today. But, you know, there's a lot going on. But the listeners don't need to know that. Except they just heard it. Ah, whatever. Listen, this is episode 25. If you're not uh, realizing by now that we're professionals in yeah. NBA media. We're fucking good. We're really good. All right, let's give you a quick update right now. The Clippers are hanging around, and the Jazz and the T-Wolves and the Pelicans are all like 6, Scrambled. 7, 8. Yeah. Clippers are hanging around. They've won three in a row. I like uh, it because I'm going to see the Clippers, the Clippers versus Lakers in like – is that like the last game Two of the weeks. season? It's like, yeah, pretty close to it. Um, <clears throat> and I was hoping that there would be a reason for that game to happen. So, Yeah. I'm kind of glad the Clippers are sticking around just so the Lakers can beat them and take them out of the playoffs right, right. in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Also, I get to go on the court for that game. What are you going to do? I'm going to like are shoot gonna, around before the game. Are you going to mas- massage Alonzo? If I have to. Because <laughs> he's been hurt? That's I'm about awesome. to shoot around at the Staples Center, bro. Really? Yeah. You got the plug? I got fucking plugged up. Hold on. We went to a game. I don't remember <laughs> us shooting around. I'm not plugged up. My Fuck friend it. is plugged up. This guy over here. This guy. Huh? I didn't know that until like the other day. And she told me that. I was like, oh my gosh, that's fire. Well, I don't know what to say right now, except I'm really, really offended. Um, I'm going to try to wear like a full Lakers uniform. Wow. And just see, like, if I can just get in the locker room, like, they might not notice. Like, if, if I shoot around and yeah. I do well enough, you know what I mean? Sure. They might be like, oh, yeah, the dude's on the team. Like, it's fine. And I'm just going to go back there, join the huddle. No one will know. I don't think they'll notice. You I mean, of, dude. You look like Alex Caruso if, uh, he, had a, if he had a really <laughs> beautiful hairpiece on. <laughs> dude, I get mistaken all the time. Like, if I'm walking down the street. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, built like an NBA player, you know? You are. People are like... I remember the first time I yo, met you. I got your autograph. I are you in the played. league? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I could be, but I'd rather. Uh, I'd rather just put songs on Spotify and make just enough to make rent. Totally. I mean, you got that freedom. Exactly. Um, I'm trying right now to find the the actual Kanye bracket because we did that a few weeks ago, and... and the guy who made the bracket, his name is Carrington Harrison. Mm-hmm. It was on his Twitter. Great name, by the way. Carrington Harrison. That is sounds like a fucking general. Carrington Harrison. <coughs> sounds like a general from the World War Two or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, seriously. And um, lieutenant. He did it, the whole bracket by Twitter poll right. for every round, and um, which that's, is that's a dope idea. Yeah, and it all came together, and I'm just trying to find it all filled out, but homie, I don't know what, uh, his, he tweets a lot, so this is not as easy to find as, um, but I did see that his Twitter just has like a million people asking him, like, what about this? What about that? Right, right. All right, let's see if I can find it. Give me one sec. In the meanwhile... Oh, I see the final four. Okay, I got it. All right, so we'll get to that too. All right, um, <coughs> NBA stuff, Reddit rundown. Let's do it. Yep. A uh, lot going on in the NBA. I'm going to just do give you some things that I've saved mm-hmm. throughout the week on Reddit. 
and we can talk about it. Sounds good. Off the bat, Grant Hill, Jason Kidd, and Steve Nash have been notified that each will be inducted into the Hall of Fame 2018. Very happy about it. Grant Hill. He deserves it. Man, what could have been, too? I know. It sucks. The injuries will always be clouding over his head. I'm going to pull up Grant Hill's stats right now. Grant Hill was a fucking baller. Because all you young guns might not realize that Grant... Because, you know, Grant Hill played later on in his career in Phoenix. Yeah, and he was kind of just like a role player. He was a role whatever. player. Let's talk about Grant Hill for a second. This dude strung up five years in a row. Six years in a row. 29... 29.8 rebounds and seven assists. His second year in the league. It's pretty good. That's right. He almost triple dubbed in 1995 mm-hmm. when the pace was way slower. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't even know that. The next year, he goes 21, 9, and 7, bro. Again, easy. 21, 9, and 7, shooting 49% from the field. It's like if Draymond Green could shoot. The next year, he goes 21, 8, and 7. 21, 7, and 6 the next year. And then he goes 26, 6, and 5. Sheesh. And then he got hurt. Handing out buckets. And then that was it. But, dude, this dude was a fucking animal. Yeah. Then his career was basically, like, done. He came back to Phoenix, ended up playing 82 games, 80 games, three straight years. Right. He was a hooper, man. Obviously with a lesser role, but still. Jay Kidd, another baller. Jay Kidd, is not, it's not even close. Like another baller. He's he's one of the best point guards ever. And Steve Nash. Now, we talked about Steve Nash last show. We did, which is good timing. People were saying we're very like visionaries. We're you good. know, we're just like. So was there was a post on Reddit. Uh huh. The guy was like, "What's up with all this Steve Nash hate?" Right. All right. We felt him because mm-hmm. we rock with Steve Nash, but some people might not. So here's something I got for you. Okay. The 2003-2004 Phoenix Suns. You know how many games they won before Steve Nash? How many? 29 games. Jesus Christ. He joined the team in 04-05, and they won 62. Well. You still talking about Steve Nash? That'll do it. I think we're there with. If you can improve your team by 38 games or whatever that is, whatever the fuck. It's pretty crazy. The debate is over. 33 games. Tell your man Steven Jackson to put down the haterade. Yeah. That's definitely. not an eight seed, Steven. No, definitely 62 not. 62 wins is legit as fuck. Yeah. Shout out to Steve Nash. I won't e- I don't even need to pull out the stats. That's all I got for you. I did, that's a stat. That's the stat. That, that's that proves it all. <laughs> crazy. Um All right. Uh Isn't a- isn't Mo Cheeks too? In Mo Cheeks is in. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know why it took that long. We got a lot of LeBron headlines. You know, LeBron's been on Instagram being a savage a ton. Really? Like commenting on stuff. He's hilarious. Why? You know, because he was like, I'd vote myself for MVP. And then he was like in the House of Highlights comments. Like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, James Harden is balling. But it's like, LeBron. Yeah. How do you have the time? Right. Um. He's, yeah, because LeBron said, I would vote for me, the body of work, how I'm doing it, what's happening with our team all year long, how we've got so many injuries in that nature, guys in and out being able to keep this thing afloat. I would definitely vote me. LeBron talking about MVP. You think LeBron's uh, whiteboard in his bedroom has all his, his to-do list? He honestly might have like and he wrote on it. only a room with comment a whiteboard on, on Comment it. on Instagram. Leave savage comments on Instagram. Like he puts out time because like he has like he has like go to this Nike campaign. Right. Let's go to shoot around. He has a game. He has it's probably an hour and a half of press. PR strategy. He's got fifteen Instagram minutes window. Comments. Instagram comments. Eat dinner. Like you know, like <clears throat> Did you know that Mav Carter says LeBron spends one point five million dollars per year on his body? This dude uses cryotherapy, hyperbaric chambers, Norma Tech leg boots, etc. He also has personal chefs, trainers, a strict routine and diet. He invested in his body so he can dominate. All right, well, here's the deal. 
one point five. That's true. Yeah. It's paying off. Hell yeah. Because no one is in shape like that dude, like ever in all time. No one is held up like he did. That's what I'm saying. It's insanity. At his age, I don't understand how he's this physically dominant against kids that are ten years younger than him. Speaking of injuries though, Steve Kerr said about Steph Curry. Mm. He's definitely not playing in the first round. Mm. That's a is game Steve changer. Steve Kerr playing possum. That's a game changer. Or are the Warriors just like, we don't need him in the first round. All right, currently, currently, <coughs> it would be the Jet, it would be the Warriors versus the T Wolves. The T Wolves are the eight seed? The seven. The Warriors are the two. Oh, right, 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 right. Which, by the way, the Rockets have clinched. They are officially yeah, yeah. the one seed. Yeah, that's far. The Warriors are officially the two. Damn, so. It could be anybody right today. As of this, as of this moment, it's the T-Wolves. All right, if you're the Warriors, what do you think the toughest series is? Pelicans, T-Wolves, Jazz, or Clippers? Toughest series for the Warriors. Um, I'd say the Pelicans because you got to play yeah, Anthony Davis. That's what Although I was Although Carl Anthony Towns. But to me, <coughs> if, if, if the T-Wolves still had Jimmy Butler, if they still had Butler... That would be the toughest series for sure. I got a hot take. Let's hear it. I don't think Tom Thibodeau is a good coach. Wow. I don't. I think he sucks as a coach. And I think, honestly, a better coach would have done a better job with this team. All right. He he does not. It is weird that they're not playing defense. They don't. Their defense sucks. They're giving up, what, 108 a game. Fine. Whatever. Um, they don't utilize their best player enough. Um. And I just find his offense, like I've seen the Timberwolves play now probably five times this year. They play all, a whole bunch of isolation. Yeah. It's annoying. They play seven guys constantly. Mm-hmm. It's like go a bit deeper, bro. Right. F- figure out a bench. Find guys. <clears throat> Yo, dude, I don't give a fuck. I got respect for Jamal Crawford. But every time he shot when the Knicks played the T-Wolves, I was like, thank God. Yeah. It was like escaping a possession where Carl Anthony Towns would get the ball. Like, yeah, please, Jamal. Right, keep right, shooting. Right, right. Please. Yeah. I, I think mean, a better coach would do a better job with them. Maybe you have, maybe you have a point here. I think his reputation was from a different time and a different time in the league when the game was still a little bit slower. Not everybody was shooting the threes. And, and – he ha- also had MVP D Rose and Joe Noah and Dang, and he had a good team. And the East at that time had one other good team in the Cavs. And I think he's just overrated. And I think, you know, he's been a great defensive assistant coach in this league a long time and probably has a lot of good defensive strategy still, but it's not showing. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it. And he ran those guys in the ground, and he's doing it again. And if I was Carl Anthony Towns, I'd be like, get this guy out of here. Wow. That's it. That's what I think about the Timberwolves. Well, we'll see. I mean, they're probably going to lose in the first round. They are. Depending on who they play. Whoever they play. Wow. Yeah. Jazz are tough. I would I would like to see Golden State in New Orleans. That'd be fire. Just because you never know with Anthony Davis. Yeah. And especially it, if there's no Steph, there's a lot less to worry about defensively. Yeah. Yeah, Drew Holiday. I still don't like, too. you know, they're probably still not going to beat them. No, I mean no, they're, they're not. definitely not. But it could be there could be a few games where it's like, oh shit. They're definitely a different team without Steph, though. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they got fucking. The Warriors are bullshit right now. Quinn Cook playing like forty minutes a game. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right. He dropped thirty the other night. Yeah, but I mean, shouts to Quinn Cook. I don't know if he's gonna do that again. Do you think he'll make the Hall of Fame? No. <laughs> all right. Interesting though. Interesting. Um, check this out. The Celtics. They've won five in a row. I don't understand how they're doing that. They're going to be the two seed. This is a crazy stat. Literally, their starting lineup is out. Brad Stevens has given 61% of available game minutes to players on rookie contracts. Bam. What? That's my point. So 61%. Of the playing time for a team that's won 52 games mm-hmm. is guys 
within their first three years in the league. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Now, <clears throat> personally, and we could talk more about this next week when we do our award show, but we'll have some more awards. I think Dwayne Casey's Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Are you about to vote for Brad Stevens? Because Brad's going to get some votes. I know that. I just know that you're. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm I just, know you're not a big Raptors guy. That's why I asked. No, nah, I'm not. I haven't watched them enough to give them any type of compensation for their work. But do have a great record. Dwayne Casey's obviously doing something right. Yeah, their bench is legit as fuck. Apparently so. Legit AF, bro. Yeah, dude. AF. I rolled my eyes. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. But the fact that Terry Rozier has the ball in his hands. And they're winning for games. For all possessions. And they're fucking winning. Yep. It's pretty crazy. But I, d- I will say, Jalen Brown has improved a lot, even within this season. Yeah. Like, at the beginning of the year, he was a lot better than he was last year. At the end of this season, he's a lot better than he was at the beginning. So, he's going to be a force in the NBA. Right. <coughs> I'm a big fan. He's so dope. I'm a big fan. And, you know, when Ainge made that pick, everyone was like, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Because he went early. Mm-hmm. He, it worked. It worked well. All right, I got a, re- I got a really cool stat, and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to Dwayne Casey, though. That's okay. I'm cool with it. Somebody made a chart of players who are most and least likely to shoot when they get the ball. <laughs> okay. So. Wait, who made this chart? Somebody on oh, Reddit. Okay. Uh, a man by the name of. No idea. All right. Oh, so. Nielsen two four one. Random dude. Are you ready? Yep. So. Who do you want to guess first? For, you want to guess least or most? Is this like... They get the ball and they shoot. Immediately? Immediately, or they don't. Without a dribble? Yeah, just... I think a dribble, whatever, just like they don't pass the ball. Okay. Or they do. So it's like taking that frequency. All right. If they get the ball past him. Are they going to shoot? Or are they going to move the ball? Least is... Least likely to shoot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Getting major minutes. Roberson? Uh huh. I don't think Roberson's in this because he's been hurt all year. All right. Well, he's definitely number one. <laughs> For sure. Um, Let me see. Yeah, it has to be 500 minute p- minutes played or more. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think he got there. Uh huh. But another guy, another one of his teammates is up there. It's a lot of point guards, if you think about it. And then w- mm. one dude that, you know. I'm, like, drawing a blank right now. I don't know. All right. First, least likely, Draymond Green. Okay. In the whole league. Okay. Um. Then followed by Rondo, Rondo TJ McConnell, yeah. and Jared Jack. Mm. Also, Jeremy Grant, Thomas Sadoransky. Milo Stodocic, Tyus Jones, Iguodala, Jameer Nelson, Ed Davis. So basically a lot of guys you would think. MCW, Tim Fraser, Tyson Chandler, Jose Calderon. Hmm. But I think the more interesting thing is the guys who shoot. Every time. So you – this actually – I was surprised <coughs> who was number one. But then when I saw it, I wasn't as surprised. Is it KD? It's not. James Harden? It's not at all, no. Uh, Amazingly enough, I'll give you one hint. Undersized two guard with lots of mid-range jumpers. It's a pretty big hint. Uh, CJ McCollum. Oh, wow. By far the number one. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, though. Some other dudes. Now, d- take a few more guesses. Now, now think Gunners. Come on, give me a few Gunners. Jr. Jr. Do I see Jr. <laughs> I don't think he like gets enough. Touches, yeah, but. Jr. Not up there. Uh, DeRozan. 
DeRozan's not up there. Steph. Nope. Think more like niche. Mm. Like guys who just gun. And you'll start to see it. Fucking. I don't even know. Who's Wiggins? Taking, yep. Ding, Wiggins. ding. Actually, Wiggins has the highest percentage. Then think of another guy like Wiggins on a really bad team. Suns. Wig- <laughs> TJ Warren. Uh huh. Another gunner. TJ, yeah. Then Clay, actually. I almost said that, too. Yeah. Here's Gary Harris, <laughs> Eric Gordon, Josh mm. Jackson, Fournier, Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah, Fournier. I said Rodney that. Hood, Jamal Crawford, Avery Bradley. Hmm. These That's are the guys who are getting the ball and shoot it. Michael Beasley, Gerald Green. Michael Beasley's a fucking gunner. Yeah, he's shooting anything. It's a gunner. So now you know. That's shooting frequency. Hmm. Basically, Andrew Wiggins... When he gets past the ball, 38% of the time, he's just going to shoot without passing. That's crazy. Yeah. TJ McC- Warren is second with 36%. And then Clay's 33. And then McCollum's 31. Wow. So hmm. congratulations to Andrew Wiggins for being the... The biggest gunner in the NBA? Yeah. He's basically right like... The I score 20 points because I take 20 shots a game. We call that the mellow. <laughs> Mellow's old careers. It's such like a <coughs> altered like statistic when you shoot that many fucking times. Yeah. You know, because it when just the says in the box score. Like, it's just way better than you. It just says in the box score, damn, 25 points. He must be really good at basketball. Yeah, exactly. Nah, he just fucking shoots everything. Everything. Um, that was like me in high school, though, so. Whatever I've done it. I did that on Sunday night <coughs> at, our, at, a, at our rec league game. It's like, like yo, I had 18 points. Like, yeah, I had, well, I had the gun. You were fucking six for 26. Hey, so. <laughs> you know, listen, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Um, all right. Besides that, um, that's pretty much it. We're getting real close to the end of the season, so it's almost playoff time. Yeah, I can't wait. All this these past few weeks just been dwindling down. It's a little much. It's just coming down to seeding. The season's long. Yeah. I, it's I think too we talked long. about that before. Yeah. I Did we talk about that? I don't think we talked about it on the on podcast, air. but yeah. um the season could be shorter. If we took off like fifteen games. Oh, I just deleted that thing. Uh fifteen games? Like fifty yeah, if we got it to like sixty six, sixty seven games. Yeah, I feel like ten games off. Even ten games 72? is great. I think if we got the 72. I'm down. You know, it's just. Like, how many games are left right now? Six. Yeah, I feel like this shit should have been over, like, last week. It's true. What do you think of. So, LeBron hated on that playoff idea. Right. So then it just kind of became. All you need is LeBron cosign. It's going to happen. I know. He he does have a point. Like, a 10 seed shouldn't have the same respect as as a 7 seed. Right. In a way. Yeah, totally. Would be interesting now, like, to start that, though. Like, all right, it's a jam, right, between Pelicans, It would definitely change the dynamic of the way teams are thinking. Clippers, Jazz. Towards, like, the future and, like, if and when or, like, how to tank. Because, like, even if you're the, you know, projected 10th seed in the West or whatever. Yeah. You could still make the fucking playoffs. Depending on how everyone on the other side does. So less teams would tank. But then at that point, it's not even really the other side. It's just like you're not the 10th seed in the West. You're the, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know how 15th much 15th overall or whatever. Yeah. Do you think that would even stop teams from tanking? I think some of them because. What if all the bad teams. No one in the playoffs is tanking, even if they're the 8 or 7. Yeah. But it's like if the 10th <clears throat> team was still playing for a chance to make the playoffs, I don't think that. Awards rewards teams enough to like not tank. Yeah, I almost feel like the four worst teams. Like there should be a tournament for the number one pick. <laughs> like the worst teams, right? Yeah, it's like that'd be dope. It's like you want the one number one pick because then it'd just be. But like, wouldn't it be whoever loses the tournament gets the one pick? Nah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Totally. <laughs> 
Oh, the Santis. That would be funny. <laughs> Whoever loses the worst. Everyone's just throwing the ball out of bounds. <laughs> you got Devin Booker shooting, you some NBA shooting run, lefty. Yeah. I brought in this guy from South Pasadena. Bro, that's so funny. Yeah. That'd be so childish. That would be childish. It'd be zero zero though. So let's be playing. I mean, I feel like <coughs> something's gotta give, but we'll figure it out. All right, so we wanted to do a segment because of our homie six. We we're talking about NBA doppelgangers. This is so fun to me. Rappers and NBA players that look alike. Thing is, I've been researching this over the years. Yeah. For no fucking reason at all. Yeah. And now I have a reason to, to report do it. my results. There's so many strong ones. There's a lot of strong ones. I'd like to start please with a very strong one. Go. Also, there might be some truth to the fact that they are exactly they are the same person. Okay. And we just don't know. Yep. Okay. Go for it. Shannon Brown. Yeah. And Chris Brown. Yep. Same name. Yeah. Same last name. They look the fucking same. They do look the same. Same Especially height. back in the day. Same height. Yeah. Chris Brown can ball. We've seen him in the celebrity games. So are you saying? They might be the same guy. Wow. Where Where is Shannon Brown right now? It's like Freaky Friday, but for real. Exactly. That's how Lil, Dick, Lil Dicky got the idea. Whoa. Where is Shannon Brown? In the new Little Dicky video. Exactly. <laughs> See, now you're picking up what I'm putting down here. Seriously, though, like, <clears throat> I encourage the listeners to, if you're listening to this, obviously to we can't show you, but look up a photo of Shannon Brown and look up a picture of Chris Brown. It's extremely similar. Has anyone ever seen them in a different... They're fucking tatted. same place? No, that's what I'm saying. I, th- I think they're like... Maybe they're like cousins or something. Maybe. Probably not, but... They definitely look very similar. I'm looking at six to see. There's um, another one that could be the same people, too. Who? Um, Carlos Boozer and Joe Budden. Solid. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Except Carlos Boozer used to put marker on his head and try Yo, and cover what that the up. fuck are you doing, brother? He's got a podcast now. With Carlos Nate, Boozer? With, Na- with Nate Robinson. Really? Yeah, it's called Hold That. Supposedly, it's pretty good. That's dope. I'm about to listen to that. Not to be confused with Joe Budden's podcast. You the Carlos Boozer podcast? <laughs> I listen to that podcast every week. Joe Budden? Yeah, it's so Does he good. put out one a week? Every Thursday. What does he talk about? Nothing. It's the best. It's like... He talks about dumb shit. It's fucking he's awesome. He's never going to rap again. I love his That's perspective. The deal? That's what he says every week. That's unbelievable. Is he just tired of it? <laughs> he's tired of the business? Totally. Yeah. He hates like Does everything. he still make songs and just not playing for no, people? No. He says, I'm not going in the studio. I have no reason. I've done. I've said everything I need to say. He said, I'm media now. Wow. I mean, personally, I, I enjoy Joe Budden as media. Yeah. At a very high degree. And I don't enjoy Joe Budden as a rapper at any degree, honestly. Wow. I think he's very good at rapping. I just will never listen to him. I can respect that. I'm not the biggest uh, also Budden guy either. He's the worst one in Slaughterhouse, but... <sighs> Whatever. Slaughterhouse. Who fucking cares? All right. How about Kenny Martin and Method Man? I'm on it right now. <laughs> pretty fucking... Pretty... Pretty solid. It's definitely good. And they got that same... Method Man's a little bit darker. Yeah. They got the same features, though. Yeah, they do. Um, Same, like, facial hair at times. Also, have you ever watched, like, any uh, Kenny Martin, like, interviews or anything? Yeah. He's really, like, an OG. Yeah, he is. You know? and like Kenny kinda, Martin's the man. They kind of have the same... Uh, Mannerisms? Yeah, like Steez. Like, they're just, like... A little bit. Some old HUD dudes. You know? Definitely. Kenyon got like a little twitch. Don't fuck with Kenyon. Yo, Kenyon will fuck you up. He will fucking eat I've, your lunch. Yo, he had some good fights in the NBA. Yeah, he, there's a couple. He will eat your breakfast. <coughs> this is a good one. Derek Fisher and Finesse Mitchell. I don't except even no, know Finesse, Finesse Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> he was on SNL. He said Holy shit, no Scott Brooks and Liam Neeson. Oh, I've seen that before. That <laughs> oh. shit is really perfect. Holy, holy yo. shit. Yo, there's a couple oh like that God. that are like, yo. Wizards coach Scott Brooks and fucking Taken star Liam Neeson. How about this one? Look this up real quick. Actually, yeah. I'll just show you on my phone. All right, this is Corey Maggette. Yep. Who's that look like? Neo. Money. You yeah. See, I didn't even have to show you it. 
Look up Jared Jack and Neo. Jared Jack? And Neo. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them too. They're um, like the same person. Dude. That shit is funny. Neo got mad doppelgangers. Oh, dude. This one, I've seen this so many times, bro. And I never like Who you got? address it. Jared, Mo, J- Mo Williams. Uh-huh. Old who, school. Who does he look like? He's this R&B singer. It's literally exactly like him. Just hit to the right when you see it or when you don't. John Legend. Yo, Mo Williams wow. looks exactly like John Legend, bro. I haven't bro. seen that as much, Mo Williams, John Legend. What? A little bit, a little bit. That shit is money. They got the same fucking cheekbones. And I'm their t- beard starts at the same exact place. I'm telling you, bro, <coughs> this one is crazy. But he's not in the league anymore. But Josh Smith in the game. Oh, yeah. That's money. I mean, that's just like, How? How? How do you end up looking so much to like? Damn, they're playing. They're playing, my man. I'm telling you, bro. Look up Theophilus London and Zach Randolph. <laughs> I dare you. I fucking dare you. I dare you. They got the big old. They got the round face. They got Zach Randolph and the dude from uh, fucking yeah, Game well, of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones. Um, I'm telling you, look it up. Here, I'm gonna do it. The Walking Dead. You ready? I'm gonna do it. Here we go. I'm gonna. You think I'm fucking around? Look, look at that face right there. Now, Peepa Zach Randolph. You think I'm playing? Watch. <laughs> Zach Randolph's face is just like way rounder. It is because he's got more weight. But hold up, hold up. Let's get one way straight. Look at that, and then look yeah, at yeah. That's pretty. <laughs> look at this. Look at huh? Uh. Yeah, definitely could be uh, Big Bro, Little Bro. I discovered one. Big Bro, Little Bro. What else he got? Um, there's there's um a classic one that I haven't seen anywhere through these on these lists, but I've seen it over the years. Look this one up. Yeah. Irsan Ilyasova. <laughs> yeah. James Franco, same face. If if James Franco got beaten up by an ugly stick, look him up. Dude. It was so it looked like Frankenstein, bro. bro. Look him up. <laughs> Literally, it's the same fucking face. How about Mike D'Antoni as the Pringles man? Unbelievable! I saw that the other day. Like, well, he shaved his mustache. So. <laughs> Ersan Ilosova and James Franco. All right, it's been Googled. Bro, like Fam, fallback. Bro, look at their fucking eyebrows. Nah. I'm not seeing it. Come on, bro. No, because Il Silva has the square-ass chin. How about Chris Humphreys and uh, Taylor Lautner? Yeah, I see that. That's pretty good. How about... Um, Chris Humphreys is a good-looking dude. He pulled down Kim Kardashian. He takes a lot of heat for that because they got the quick divorce. But the fact that he was even in there for fucking three seconds is pretty crazy. This website I'm on... Because Chris Humphreys is not good at basketball. He was okay. He was also I mean, an Olympic swimmer. Not to the point where he should be pulling, you know, arguably one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Do you remember when Chris Humphreys attempted to start shooting three-pointers? What's he doing? Where is he right now? Is he out of the league? I, I think he is. He had a run. He had a run. Where's Chris Humphreys? Oh, what was – there was another this one. This NBA doppelgangers.tumblr is so savage. Dude. It's, it's – that one of Joe Keep Noah and Madison Pettis, like why? This the, is the one of Antoine Walker and James Tony. Yeah, I saw that. One. Oh my <laughs> god! It's <laughs> such a random reference. But... How about how about Paul Pierce yeah. and Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> with the same stash? I mean, and just like high how? ass eyes. Yo, come on, dude. Paul Pierce and Pedro is crazy. Yo, come on, man. Disrespectful. That's hilarious. What but it's, else? like, actually, like, kind of true. What else we got? Oh, we had Patty Mills in the weekend. Mm, yeah. That was pretty good. Oh, what about <clears throat> this one was crazy. What was it? Devin Harris and Ludacris? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That one was amazing. It's fucking unbelievable. They looked exactly the same. Um, who else? Somehow they got Matt Barnes and Steve O. <laughs> Yo, that's not bad. He's like actually. the white he's like the white dude version. It's the chin. Yeah. Yeah. Same smile too. Oh my god. That's hilarious. What about Bill Russell and Morgan Freeman? 
That's just because he's an old ass <laughs> dude. He's like an OG. <laughs> Damn, Shannon Brown and Chris Brown really are the same person. Yes. Andre dude. Karolinko. Karolinko was Drago. <laughs> I'm <Rocky>. Drago. <laughs> so same good. like little spiked up little hair. Anybody else? Anybody else? What else we got? Robert Horry and Will Smith. Robert Horry and Will Smith. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. When, when Robert Horry had like the, the, the classic goatee, like on the Lakers. For sure. Some of these are just so bad. Looking at these. This one's not bad. Uh, Crown Butler and Pharrell. That's not bad. It's not bad. But it's not like all the way. That's not bad, actually. There was a few other ones with Pharrell. Who was the other one they tried to say Pharrell? Yo, this is disrespectful. <laughs> Chris Paul and Carlton. Carlton Banks. <laughs> <From> Carlton Banks. <laughs> That's fucked up. Now, he looks like him. Yeah, no. He looks like him. How about Phil Jackson and uh, Colonel Sanders? Oh, not bad. How about J.J. Reddick and Keanu Reeves? Yeah, I saw that too. Wow. Bro, this shit is hilarious. I've never seen this one. Which one? Andrew Bynum and <laughs> Tracy Morgan. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. Yo, that's literally his dad, bro. Yo, please Google that. Andrew Bynum. If you are listening, Andrew <clears throat> Bynum and Tracy Morgan. That oh is crazy. God damn. That was amazing. That shit is too funny. Rick Carlisle and Jim Carrey. Oh my dude, they're the same. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't think of that first. Me dude. and Steve were talking about that like a few months ago. Yeah. I was like, bro, this dude looks exactly like Jim Carrey. How about Gerald Green as juvenile? Oh, that's nice. That's pretty good. I seen that one back in the day. Yo, Rick Carlisle is Jim Carrey. You know, Jim Carrey though doesn't do a lot of movies anymore. Maybe he's getting an NBA coaching. Uh <clears throat> what else? You got Rodney Stuckey and fifty cent. Always. Oh, Bobby Schmurder and Bobby Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Money. See? See? He's the same fucking See? guy. See, we really think Bobby Schmurder went to jail. Yeah. He got a contract with the Pistons. Free Bobby Schmurder. He said, fuck this rap shit. Uh, Marco Bellinelli and Rockley Balboa. 100%. I've nice. seen that before, too. Us Paisans. Rappaport and Scalabrini. Nailed it. Kent Bazemore. <laughs> Yeah, Chance. And Chance the yeah. Rapper. Yo, this they one. They look a lot alike. They have the same eyes. This one is OD disrespectful. Go ahead. This is really bad. I'm not going to say anything. Uh-huh. I'm going to show you the photo. Yep. And you're going to say it in the mic. All right? All right, here we go. Mike Bibby <laughs> and Mini-Me Vern Troyer. <laughs> disrespectful. Dis. Yo. How about Danny Green and Lionel Richie? Oh, yeah. I like that one, too. That Mike Bibby shit is... That shit crazy, right? Not bad. <laughs> Yo, There's so many, bro. Yeah, Stan Van Gundy and Ron Jeremy. That's so fire, bro. I wish that was Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> like He just comes in and he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, is that a pick and roll? Uh, I don't fucking know. I got to go fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God, dude. Um... What else? Andrew Wiggins as Avery Johnson's son. Not bad. Kendrick Perkins and Tech Nine. Oh yeah, the same with the little beard, yeah. like the extended goatee. <laughs> oh, here's a Mo gem. Mo Williams and John Legend is pretty good. Bro, that shit's like money. Yeah. Enos Cantor, Freddie Mercury, <laughs> with the stash. With the mustache. Forget it. Oh. Freddie Mercury is a fucking legend, bro. Oh hell yeah. That's one of my favorites. Oh my goodness. Okay, Loki, I don't know who this dude is, but definitely accurate. Manu and this dude. That's Balky Potakamas, bro. I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh, Might be a lot of old school, bro. It's, it, what is he? It's uh from the show Perfect Strangers. Oh yeah, I don't know nothing about that. But it's an eighties show. He looks like fucking Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Scott Brooks, Liam Neeson. Al Harrington and Donatello from Ninja Turtles. Wow. My dude got the shell on his head. Yeah, for real. For real, though. Jared Jack and Exhibit. No, that's not Jared Jack. Yeah. 
All right, Maggetti and Jack look exactly alike. <laughs> McGarrett, it's, it's Corey Maggetti, Jared Jack, and Exhibit. They're all the same. Louis Scola and Russell Brand. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that too. That's so funny. That's so fire. There's so many, bro. It's crazy how many there are. There really is. Um, <laughs> Jeff Teague and Stephen A. Smith. Wow. Yo, Adam Silver as the farmer painting. That's amazing. Somebody did Jason Kidd and Elmer Fudd. That's OD disrespectful right there. Oh, my God. Nate Robinson, Kevin Hart. Definitely. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Bro, yeah. I keep seeing this one, and it's so perfect. Andrew, Andrew Bynum. Bynum and Tracy Morgan. That might be the best that one. That was my favorite, I think. That was good. Please Google that. All right. Um, You dude, got any more? Dude, we could go on probably. We could go on for days. All right, I wanted to do a quick run-up on the Kanye <laughs> thing. So you a few weeks ago, we did the Kanye Madness bracket that went viral. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go through the guy who made it, Carrington Harrison. He did a Twitter poll of every uh, of every matchup, and uh, thousands and thousands of people were voting. And this were the actual results. So this is from the people. Let's hear it. So can't tell me nothing versus amazing. Can't tell me nothing. One, so appalled versus never let me down. Never, so appalled. One, last call versus hey mama. Hey mama. One. Bro, hold up. Yep. I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. And we're backtracking here. Let's go. This has to be photoshopped in let some me way. See. Oh my goodness. That there's gracious. no way that's real, right? That's not real. Yeah, I'll make Yao Ming look like that. and Robert Pattinson Yao Ming from Twilight. Yao Ming doesn't look like that. Yao Ming looks fucking beautiful in this photo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they, like, combined their faces somehow. <laughs> Yao Ming looks fucking beautiful. He looks so Americanized and, like, it's not just... That's not Yao Ming. All right, anyways. Okay, I was about to say, bro. Devil in a New Dress beat Real Friends. You got friends. a problem. Yeah. Crack Music beat New Slaves. Flashing Lights beat Famous. Love Lockdown beats Big Brother. And Through the Wire beat No Church. Huh. Can't tell me nothing beats so appalled. Hey, Mama beat Devil in a New Dress. Flashing Lights beat Crack Music. Through the Wire beat Love Lockdown. Through the Wire beat Flashing Lights. Can't tell me nothing beats Hey, Mama. And Can't tell me nothing went to the Final Four. The next thing, All Falls Down beats Addiction. Heartless beats Monster. Drive Slow beats Highlights. Runaway beats Blood on the Leaves. Blame Game beats Roses. Good Life beats Celebration. Get em High beats The Glory. All the Lights beats School Spirit. All Falls Down beat Heartless. Dry, Runaway beats Drive Slow. Uh, Good Life beats Blame Game. All the Lights beats Get em High. All the Lights beats Good Life. That was one we talked Ooh. about. Uh, Runaway beats All Falls Down. And Runaway beats all of the lights. So <laughs> Runaway is in the final four. So far, can't tell, can't me, tell nothing. me nothing. Runaway. runaway. <clears throat> Jesus Walk beats Murder to Excellence. Street Lights beats We Don't Care. We Major beats 30 Hours. Stronger beats Black Skinheads. Gold Digger beats Gotta Have It. Slow Jams beats No More Parties in L.A. Good Morning beats Say You Will, Dylan. Pissed. Uh, Power beats Father Stretch My Hands. Power beats Good Morning. Gold Digger beats Slow Jams. Stronger beats We Major. Jesus Walk beats Street Lights. Jesus Walks beats Stronger. Power beats Gold Digger. Jesus Walks is in the final four. Question so, so far, we got Jesus Walks. This is voted on Twitter, this right? This is it. This is what the people voted. Thousands and thousands. Yeah. Jesus Walks, Can't Tell Me Nothing, and Runaway are in the final four. All right, last bracket. <clears throat> I feel like this is something I probably would have guessed if the general public did this. Yeah, this is very general pu- public, it feels like. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Touch the Sky beats Workout Plan. Otis beat Champion. That was a ba- that was a tough one. <clears throat> Ultra Light Beams beats Spaceship. Dark Fantasy beats Diamonds. Heard Him Say uh, beats I Wonder. Homecoming beats Gorgeous. Bound 2 beats Family Business. Paris beats Late. Touch the Sky beats Otis. 
Ultra Light Beams beats Dark Fantasy. Wow. Um, home that's, co- some, that's some young kids. Homecoming beats Heard Him Say. Paris beats Bound 2. Paris beats Homecoming. <coughs> uh, Touch the Sky beats Ultra Light Beams. Paris is in the final four. So according to the people, <coughs> the final four of Kanye's song was Can't Tell Me Nothing, Jesus Walks, Runaway, Paris. All right. Want to take a guess? Who won? Uh, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Uh-huh. And it was Can't Tell Me Nothing versus Through the Wire. Yeah. Runaway versus All of the Lights. Jesus Walks versus Power. And Touch the Sky versus Paris. So Can't Tell Me Nothing. Beats Wire. What was the next two? Sorry. Runaway versus All the Lights. All the Lights? Nope. Oh, that's bullshit. Runaway. Um, next two is? Jesus Walks versus Power. Jesus Walks. Yep. Next two. What are the next oh, two? Oh, Touch the Sky versus Paris. Paris. Yep. <coughs> so, it comes down to Can't Tell Me Nothing, Jesus Walks, Runaway, Paris. I feel like Can't Tell Me Nothing won, like, in overall. Nope. Really? What happened? Can't Tell Me Nothing beats Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. Runaway beats Paris. Mm-hmm. The championship is Can't Tell Me Nothing versus Runaway. And runaway won? Runaway won. This is why I don't go outside. Runaway wins the Kanye Madness championship. I'm all set. Wow. See, like, if you gave me that bracket for your own personal, I would have had some problems. <laughs> I, I like yours because I get it. Right. And Runaway I get is yours. like, yo. Come on. Runaway. Like, it's good, like, obviously. But it's like. Runaway. Really? Wow. Like, I'm not, like, ever, like, yeah, I want to listen to Runaway right now. Like, I'm never in the mood for that. (sighs) Yeah. What's that mood? I don't know. Determined? I don't know. (laughs) Determined. (laughs) Is that a mood? No, no. Rebellious? Shit's weird. It's It's like a mood. It's like a fucking. It's like a film, like. I don't know. It's definitely impressive, but it's for sure not the best Kanye song. Um, I, you know, listen. The people, the people voted. I mean, do I agree with it? No, but I mean, shit. Hey, what do we know? What do we know? Like we said, this whole thing was incredibly subjective. Totally. <coughs> All right. Uh. I wanted to bring one other thing up. I can't get over Andrew Bynum and Tracy Morgan. That was unbelievable. I've never seen that one before. Um, hold on. What's this? Run away. Uh, oh, didn't you want to talk about mu- music? Yeah, I am. I'm bringing it up right now. <clears throat> so I guess there was just a big Rolling Stone cover piece on Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And there, um, I was talking about it with my homies Dre and Six. Yesterday, and uh, you know, we were just talking about like she's like still in the studio recording the album, and it like comes out next week, right? And like she's been kind of airing on Atlantic Records, right? <clears throat> and it's like a really interesting time, and it's like she's gonna do numbers because she's <coughs> gonna have Bodak on the album, right? And she just put out a single today called Be Careful. Today? Yeah. Just oh, wow. Came out. I didn't see that. And I saw that she announced the album and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just curious because Dre's like Atlantic. You know, they're just – when you sign to Atlantic, Atlantic's just going to want to get their money back. They're just going to want to get this, that, and the other. And, you know, they got her in the studio a week before probably still trying to find hits. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand the logic behind it all. And it kind of goes to show you, especially like now with hip-hop music, it's like you have an artist who's had a few big singles. And it's like, why is the album important? Who's it important to? Is it important to Atlantic? Is it important to Cardi? Yeah. Who? Uh, it doesn't seem, I mean, obviously it's outside looking in. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like Cardi gives a shit about making an album, at least right now. 
And why would she? <coughs> exactly. So now the label wants to put out the album so they can mass up the streams and get some dough. Yeah, and also I think they're trying to couple it with like the pregnancy rumors. Yeah, she's doing SNL next week. Too. And like they're trying to like force it into like a specific time period when there's really no need to. But I think they're trying to, like I said, couple it with that. It gives like an extra buzz because like there's probably not another record that they're like really excited about. Like she had Bodak Yellow. Yep. She had the G Easy record. Yep. She had the Bruno look. Motorsports. Motorsport. Bartier Cardi. But like, she needs like she's on a roll. That's like hers. Right. And yeah. Like it's probably not it. So they're like, well. Well, that's the thing with Atlantic. We can use the all this stuff as like the single, quote unquote. Right. To give like the hype, and then like also she's pregnant, so people are talking about it right now. So let's put it out right now. Her first mistake was probably signing to an Atlantic Records. <coughs> I mean, because look, here's the deal with Atlantic Records, okay? It's a double-edged sword. Those guys over there, they make hits. They're all about hits. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, creatively, you're going to go through the ringer. You're going to be dealing with an intensive A&R process, meaning Mm -hmm. they're going to have you working with a ton of writers and producers and just getting you away from from your vision to make sure that they just get a hit, mm-hmm. right? And if they co- coincide, awesome. But, like, Bodak was like, hey, I'm, a, I'm Cardi. I'm going to rap like Kodak Black this song. Right. And it just ended up being fire, right? Mm-hmm. It, there was there was no A&R process behind Bodak Yellow. Yeah, it was, it was very Cardi. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that's the double-edged sword. And it's like... At the same time, it's like you don't end up on a Bruno Mars remix, right? Totally. If you're not on Atlantic <laughs> Records, Bruno Mars is on Atlantic Records. Totally. And I just f- found it interesting because I was asking Dre, and we were going back and forth, and we definitely got to get Dre on the pod. It's been way long overdue. He's out here now. But, um, <clears throat> like, I just don't understand the concept of being like, we need an album out from Atlantic side. And if it was from Cardi side, I definitely wouldn't get it. But you're kind of saying... It wouldn't be from Cardi's side, but to me, it's like... I mean, I don't know that. The strategy yeah. at this point <clears throat> has to be with her amount of reach and Atlantic's amount of machine just to continue... Because it's all digital anyway, right? It's all Spotify yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's put out as many fucking singles as possible until one cracks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what everyone does now. That's what I do. <laughs> and, it just, it, and that's it. You do, Until it cracks. Yeah. It's like, that didn't work. That didn't work. Whatever. I mean, Atlantic has the, the ability to put every one of Cardi's songs on the top of every playlist, every release. Totally. Right? It's definitely a big help. And it's like the album thing. It's like, yeah, you're going to. No, who cares about albums Cause, anymore? Because there's, like there's like that that little like niche or like twitch in the system. If Bodak Yellow is on the album, which obviously it will be, oh yeah, it's gonna sell the, sh- units. the streaming numbers. It's going. It's going to move a hundred. It's going to make it like units just off the streaming. Fucking platinum Bodak. off of that. You know Pretty what I mean? Much. It's gonna go. So, yeah. <clears throat> it also could be like, oh, if we wait too long, maybe we shouldn't put Bodak on the on the album, and, and then lose if none that. of those. If none of those get to Bodak, which is like pretty unlikely, that's probably the lot. Then it's like. We're gonna lose out on having a, our first "quote unquote" platinum album with Cardi. I don't know if the no. album will go platinum, but it'll do. Numbers. But you know what I mean, like. Yep. It'll be a fucking huge jump because that's, of the streaming like rules or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know what? That's that's probably one of the think the mindset for sure. But I mean, to me, the, the album format is because a lot of that's all about like perception. It's all perception, you know. And it's like if Cardi comes out and sells. 50k it's gonna be like all right she's fucking over pretty much next you know which is why i wouldn't but do it at all with bodak she's not gonna sell 50k right you know so it's like oh cardi came out and sold 130 first week mm-hmm. it's like all right cardi's a real star that's such a hip-hop and, thing but, pop too though. you know what i mean like it's it, just, no it very much is a perception thing but i would just if i was in her <laughs> shoes I'm like, I'm, i have no interest in putting out an album why? But, Why do I need to give up ten of my songs? But like, can, what if my sixth song 
is a smash and it never gets a chance because, because I got it was in the middle of the, this whole bunch of songs and no one gave a fuck. I just don't feel like at this point in the way music is and how spread out it is that it's fair to any of your songs to do that. Yeah. Right? Totally. Because nobody listens to albums anymore. Dude, I got album cuts that I'm like, this shit is fire. I'm going to put it on the album and only the core audience is going to listen to it. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> no, this agree. shit is fire. I agree. Who says you can't change the rules? Totally. But I guess Atlantic and that perception of what you're saying is definitely still around. Like, and oh, like wh- there's that they whole do first week. There's that Who whole cares? There's that whole thing where it's like you're not like legitimate until like you have your first album or whatever. Like if you just have singles out. Yeah, I hear that. No one's like you're not like in the game yet. I get it. But no, like, it's like all right, dude. Like only like legitimate artists can still use the album format as like a way to put out music, like Kendrick. Yeah, Drake and shit. Yeah, but yeah. it's like for everybody else. I mean, when is the last album? What is the last album you played front to back? Uh, it was EP last night, the weekend. I didn't listen but to only it, because but I'm going he's to. like legitimately he's my super major, my favorite artist. <laughs> no, and for sure I will um, listen to that. Front and honestly, if it was 16 songs instead of six, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. Right. I would have skipped through. Yep. Me too. And then come back to oh, I like this beat. Maybe right. I'll like. This so before beat. that, <laughs> before the weekend, you got another one. Um. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I have to really think you about really it. You really have to think about it. I would say... Tory Lanez. I don't like Tory Lanez. It was like a either. month ago. I would say the last album I really listened to front to back was the Daniel And Caesar. it was only because we were on a long car drive. Right. And I was like, fuck yeah. it. Instead of a podcast, we'll dive into this because sure. I've been waiting for it. Yeah. But yeah, it's very rare. Like it's there's, rare. There's only a handful of artists that I'll be like... I'm saying. Really give a... Like, I'm not listening to Cardi album. No way. And I, I and like Cardi B's audience isn't either. And I like her like Steez, you know. Her Steez is amazing. Like I'll listen to her single every time. Me too. They will get at least one stream from me. I'm rooting for Cardi. I think she's awesome. Totally. She's got a dope personality. But I don't want to hear that twelve songs in a row. It's not necessary. Honestly, bro, it's not even Cardi. There's no, I know. barely anybody I want to listen to for a full album. Totally. And it's not because I'm not a fan of the music. There's no rap songs. I don't have the songs. fucking time. There's no rap artist that I want to hear an album. Drake. And it's not even then. It's not even rap. I feel you. Most of it is like some pop shit. It's like. And if it was all rap, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Who has the time to listen <laughs> to 50 minutes of one dude's music at this point? I'm good. We're so inundated with content and podcasts and Instagrams and Twitters. I mean, dude, and it's no crazy one sits because there and listens to one dude for an and hour. And it's crazy because I totally, I, don't. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And in the same token, like I'm doing all of it. Like I put out so much fucking content that it's like, yo. But that's fine. F- but you are also putting out a song every few weeks and yeah. just seeing what cracks. Quicker than that, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. But like, you know, it's like. But the, uh, but then I have like I have two podcasts. I put out a song like every week, damn near. Well, I'm posting on well, Instagram. Well, but I'm saying we're inundated with content, meaning we consume it. Yeah, I no. listen. I we make a podcast. I also listen to podcasts every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I also listen to music. We make music. I listen to music all the time. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like you kind of got to practice what you preach in a way. Like when people were like really pushing off streaming when for streaming first came around. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and I was one of Spotify's like first brand ambassadors. This is like 2013. I was uh-huh. rocking with Spotify, and people would be like, "How are you not gonna rock? How are you gonna rock with Spotify? They pay shit on artists, this, that, and the fourth. And I would say, "Listen, I get that, and that's not great. Yeah, but this is what it is. This is it's how happening inevitably. And I said, "This is how I consume music. Why in the world?" Would I ever have wanted to carry around a million songs on a hard drive? Everything's at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. It's over. Boom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And now, I feel the same way about... And that's the thing, dude. Like People can say that about Spotify or mm-hmm. all these streaming services. Right. It's like, oh, they only pay blah, blah, blah per stream. 
and this guy's only it's making gotta this get much. Better. It's That's like, sure. okay, I get it. Yep. But someone like me, for example, uh-huh. we were talking about this last week after the fact. Yep. I'd be making no fucking money right now. Absolutely. But Spotify At has least. given me a platform to reach. Totally. Right, we were talking about tens and I hundreds put of out thousands. Four mix, three, four mixtapes <clears throat> for free, bro. I didn't make one dollar. That's what I'm saying. Zero. And, and I did the same shit up until I would two do years shows ago. Shows for free. I know. I my mix. I would. We would spend months making a mixtape that sound like an album. And you probably and had then give it away for free. And you probably had a good amount of support, at least from you know local area or like decent you had some niche like there was Honestly, some people my listening mixtape, to your music my mixtape further was was pretty big it was at a time when ray william johnson was the biggest youtuber and on youtube and he was using my music in his youtube channel and we would literally break it would break download links i mean mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of downloads right but, but it made, was also free but you made no money if it was on spotify and, and that's, and that's my point. i would have made Thousands of dollars, and that's my point. I'm, yeah. I'm doing a couple hundred thousand streams a month right now. Some, yeah, and I'm making money off of it. Right, like without Spotify and stuff like that, a hundred thousand plus people aren't gonna hear my fucking song every week. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's just not happening. Yeah, man. And you know, look, all I'm saying is now I'd rather be doing this than on fucking Sunset handing out CDs right, for that, two bucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all I'm saying now is, you know. People keep looking at me because I keep saying about the album format. Uh huh. People keep looking at me like, how can you say that? You've put out three albums. How can you say that? You make music for a living. Yeah. And it's like, the last album I put out was for c- contractual obligations. Mm-hmm. If it was up to me, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about an album. Mm-hmm. EP at best. Why? Because I'm practicing what I preach. I don't listen to fucking albums. Yeah. Let me just keep it 100 right now. Totally. I'm not listening to your album. You have 20 songs on your album. Yeah. Congratulations, you are attempting to game if the Spotify an, if system. If there's an EP from an artist that I like, I can listen, or even yeah. partially am interested in, I will listen to five to seven songs. That's it. Anytime. That's it. But after that, like literally, after I listened to the weekend last night, I listened to the whole project. Yeah. 20 minutes. That's it. I said, thank you. That was great. That's okay, perfect. I know what this is now. That's I'm going to go back you, to the that's songs all I like. you need. There's fucking 18 songs, bro. I, I will freak out. Like I, I would like. I feel it's like I'm missing it's, something. It's just hard. You can't sit down for an hour. It's just hard it's because crazy. there's so, so much, much music now. Yeah. It's like, you know, like a playlist. It's different. On Spotify. It's just, it's just way different. There's a new music Friday. Every time. There's 50 <laughs> songs. Every week. 50 songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people. Oh, People might be listening to hours of music, but we are now in a a time where it's whoever, whenever, whatever. It's not just the same person over and over again. It's the same song. Right. That's why an artist can have a billion streams on a song. Yeah. But it ain't going to be the whole shebang. And now the bigger artist... Are doubling down on the album format because if they're big enough to get enough streams, where it's a lot of streams, uh-huh. and you put twenty songs out, yeah, and t- and people just click play, yeah, even for twenty seconds, and you got a million streams on twenty songs. It's money. It's worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've seen it a lot. Totally. People putting albums out, twenty songs, forty songs, and that shit's whack to me. It is because it's like. It's like almost going back to the days when I was a kid and be like, I had to go to Sam Goody and buy an album for 20 bucks just to buy a fire single. Right. It's like, yo. So now that's what we got to do. That's what people are doing, huh? It's because mm-hmm. you get, you have, you know, 20 million, 20 million monthly listeners and a single with a billion streams. You're going to put out an album with 20 songs. They're all going to guarantee to at least stream a million, two million times. It's, it's your label code. makes money. <laughs> Yeah. Right, yeah, because your label's gonna put. I mean, all these major labels controlling these Spotify playlists anyway. It's right. bu- it's bullshit. Yeah, but that's what it is. But to me, at the same time, the non-bullshit part of it is, um, like how you're doing your thing, mm-hmm. and like just the ability for people to exist in a in a whole different way. And any song, in any time, can crack. Yeah, 
because it's there available to the listener. Totally. And I think that availability is awesome as well. So, I mean, it's a, a double-edged sword with anything. <coughs> but I just didn't understand, like, Cardi B. It's like, why does the world need a Cardi B album? Yeah. We just, I mean, need, another, we just need another fire single. And if it takes 10 tries, go for it. I'm all ears, and I'll listen to every one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. And if I listen to four out of ten, maybe the fourth one that I listen to is the one that everybody had already loved, and then that's the one. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. All right. I think, yeah, the album album thing, like I said, is is going to make money for the label because it it's going to do streams, but I don't think it's going to keep you hot. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a, it's like a stats accruement thing, right? Yeah. With those guys? Just collecting data. Data and streams, you know? Yeah. Whatever, just throw anything on your album. Doesn't even matter. Fuck it. But you know what? Most of these record deals, after ten songs, an album doesn't even get, doesn't even get uh, an artist doesn't even get full royalty. Usually, it's ten songs. Really? Yeah. So after that, you start getting a reduced royalty rate on your songs. So fuck yeah. that. Whatever. Um. All right. Cool. We're at uh sixty-five. Um. We'll be back next week. Normal with the Sunday recorded episode for Monday. Yep. We'll do our award show. I'll be prepared. Me too. Can't wait. All right. Thank you guys all for listening. And hey, thank you for all those ratings and yeah, reviews. We totally. got a bunch. Definitely. That worked well. Love it. Moving on up. Right, thank you guys. Uh, signing off. Till next week. <clears throat> See ya.